This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Doors Plus. All right, welcome back in to Ticket Weeknights. This is the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison Arn running the ones and twos back here in Lincoln at the 1040 Ticket Studios. Amon Green, host is always streaming in from Houston, but nonetheless... I want to dive into this Nebraska basketball game. And real quick notes for all mm. those listening, I do got those Lincoln Stars ticket vouchers. Uh, so if you're one of those lucky few, feel free to come in and grab one. Just pick me out through the window, and I'll be sure to hand it to him during the break. But nonetheless, let's dive into this Nebraska basketball game. They're at home. They are now 11-1 at home, protecting the home mm. court well, which is fantastic. Because uh, when you're looking at the net rankings, protecting the home court is a big deal. And they were able to do that against the number one team in Purdue and not only beat them, but beat them by 16, where they could simply just let the air out of the ball towards the end of the game. Just an awesome game. Give me your initial thoughts. Nebraska takes down number one, Purdue. Awesomeness. (laughs) Those are my initial thoughts. It was something, you know, when we were talking about it uh, the last couple days leading up to tip-off, it was a good conversation, right? It was, mm-hmm. and it was good, like a good vibe to talk about it because the team was setting itself up. They had the loss at Wisconsin, and we already said that's going to be tough on the road. Yeah, Badgers, football, baseball, basketball. They Madison, the fans show up there. I lived there for a long time. I've been down to a few mm-hmm. games in different sports. The fans show up, so it's going to be tough to win. But now that's a goal now to to look for later down the road, right? Yep, because you got them that back game. at home, so now you'll have an opportunity exactly. to get so, one on them. And now, like I mentioned yesterday before the game, is that confidence you get from winning against a team that is obviously number one because of the players that are on that court and their coaching staff, and you beat them definitively by 16 points. So now you got something of a a little motivation, right? A little bit more motivation to look at every team on that list and be like, all right, we faced this team, and this is we we knew this caliber of team that we just beat and we 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 basically reached that level and went beyond mm-hmm. their level of competition and they we said to we said we basically said to them we're playing at this level you got to catch up so now the balancing and the uh the management now for every player and every coach on that team is now keeping a level head about themselves and preparing the same way for every team from this day moving forward because nothing has to change. Because if you beat the number one team, if you prepare a certain way, whatever that way was, this week, last week, after the loss to Wisconsin and the win from Indiana, whatever you've done in the last 14 days, four, two weeks of football, basketball, continue that process. That was the process that got us here physically and mentally because those are the things that's going to continue to push this team to be a competitive team in the Big Ten. Yep, and the best part about this is if they keep that same energy, um, they get Iowa next. An Iowa team, it's right. on the road. In Iowa. This is the only time. You actually only get to play Iowa once this season. So you got to make this one count. Uh, that was a great thing about Purdue as well. You only had to play them once, and you got the win. You, you can argue, you know, the past three games, this is something that Fred Hoiberg in particular, has done really well with. He seems to have really good success against Purdue. I know we haven't always beat him. But it's always been mm-hmm. close, and he's effectively been able to scheme against Zach Eady. So we'll be curious to see how other teams continue to play Purdue. But I think my favorite part about this game was Purdue didn't look like they had an off night. You know, as you said, Nebraska mm-hmm. just played well, 
and then played even better than that. Like they just had a great night. But you look at Purdue's numbers, they shot 42% from the field. Not great, but not horrible either. Uh, they did shoot, right. I mean, damn near 40% from the three-point line, 39%. They right. did take a lot, 13 for 33. They tied Nebraska's three-point or three-point shots. Just or excuse me, they're short by one. Nebraska, way yeah. less three-point attempts, but were more efficient by a long shot. 14 for 23. It's 60. Yeah, yeah rounded up to 61. 61%. From the three-point line, just incredible 50.1, from the field goal as a whole. It was just a great night, and we talked about what do you want to see against Zach Eady? Take it to him. Who was that Take guy in the first half? Rink mass. That guy's got to get his yeah. flowers. I mean, he he simply outmatched Eady early on. He did exactly what we're talking about before the game happened. Early on, he takes a deep shot, stretches him out, and then just quick yeah. moves to the rim. Catches him sleeping a little bit. As Edie, I'm sure he's used to guys not necessarily attacking him right away. And right. Rick Bass with he feels they're intimidated. You know, they're intimidated mm -hmm. by him. So he's not going to be the aggressor. He just kind of lets his size show up. And then guys are kind of like, oh, but you can't do that against a guy that height, that uh, that size. You got to go take it to him. Yep. And that's what it was with Rick Bass. Just quick moves. Um, you know, whether it was a quick fake, he had a really nice, you know, fake to the right, cut back down underneath the rim for reverse layup, and just had a handful of moments. Scott Zach Edie. Only two points in that first half. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better effort from him. And it wasn't just him. It was, of course, great doubling as well on Zach Eady anytime he got the ball. And I was really impressed by the rotations. The rotations on defense was a mm -hmm. huge difference maker because we talked about how teams were starting to take advantage of how Nebraska was doubling the center. Um, Nebraska didn't get away from that, but they were just that much tighter on their defensive rotations once they kicked it out of that double team. So really impressed you can pick a guy here who impressed you the most out of the Nebraska basketball team yesterday. I mean, the, each one of them feels like they have a story. Yeah, they all have a story. I say it's, it's a hard one because you got rink mass bringing yeah. that European game in and basically <laughs> hooping him up. And, and I say schooling EB like because, you know, getting him out of him just sitting in the paint. Right. Yeah. He wants to defend you. He, you know, everybody's coming to the cup. So I'm just going to sit right on the right and right you know, within three feet of the rim and just throw my hands up and then jump and block shots and stuff like that. But now you're dealing with somebody in terms of rink that he's putting on. You look back, you know, at, so I think of Akeem Olajuwon hitting up the spin move yeah. back and forth. I was thinking the same thing last to, night. That to crazy. defend him. And, right, and I said that you got to attack him and don't just let him sit there where he could be the big oak tree. Oh, yeah, I'm going to block that. I'm going to block that. To pump fake here, pump fake here, double it. Uh, and, they, you know, make him earn that block shot, just like anything out there. And that's what Rink did. And then also Casey, um, or Casey. Um, no, yeah, right, yeah, Casey, you got it right. Yeah, Casey. Casey Temanaga, amazing. you know, hitting the threes. I mean, he's not even hitting the net. That's well how accurate <laughs> he is. When he throws that three up, when the two threes I saw him on, the man, I'm like, it's just hitting the rim and going straight down. It is fire. I'm like, wow. So his enthusiasm, his accuracy and that and that momentum, and I say the excitement that he brought, that a few players that were that were hyped up during most of the game had, that carried them. And then that defense and everything just was stacked on top, was stacked on top of each other. And now Purdue is like really and trying to figure out, okay, how are we gonna slow this train down? And it's really you can't because once that motivation got going, and the leaders on that team. And Casey or Casey, Casey. Mm -hmm. Yep. I keep yep. thinking about it too much right now. You always get it um, right the first time. <laughs> Imanaga and Rink, 
doing their thing, then the team just followed behind them. That's all you had to do. If you're a role player after that, take do your role. Just show up, grab the boards, pass it out, run the play, and then stay aggressive on defense and be try to be as smart as possible with your shot on offense. Yep. And then again, you look at one point in time, right? You you're starting to get a little nervous because that first half the way it was ending, it felt like, oh, Purdue's going to get a nice little lead here mm -hmm. uh, to get into the half. And here comes Nebraska through an arsenal of guys. Shout out to Sam Hoiberg. He's got that off-ball pest Hall of Fame badge for anyone who plays 2K out there. Dude is just intercepting passes all the time in crucial moments. Uh, Sam Hoiberg last night, he had nine points, four of which came off a of steal straight into a layup. He shit, shot one of two from three. So great three-point shooting numbers as well. And he's just really selective with the shot selection. He's not going to take bad shots. Um, he's going to take yeah. what's open to him, play great defense. So you got to give him his flowers for the defensive effort. Bryce Williams didn't even think he right. was going to play. He ends up with a near triple-double and also right. gets a couple of huge blocks. One of those blocks on Zach Eady. When Zach Eady was starting to get it going, he had a couple of quick dunks. And that third time they went to him again, here comes Bryce Williams. Juwan Gary with the contest. Bryce Williams block from behind. It was just such a solid performance. Where does this rank for you in terms of all-time Husker moments? Because it's crazy to say, but I, I I can't think of the last time I saw a court storming or a field storming or any of those things since I got down here in 2018. Yeah, I don't think I even saw that. You know, I definitely... Obviously, playing football didn't see that during my time on on the on campus. Yeah, well, what it's expected for you to dominate, it's, it's harder to get right. the, the crowd storming. That, <laughs> that, but then even after I left campus and watching my teams, you know, watching basketball, watching volleyball, watching baseball, watching hockey, whoever Husker sport, I, you know, was supporting from a distance. No, haven't had that feeling, and to see this now because I know when I was on campus and you, you know, Strick talked about this. They had. They had good players, but it was just a rough go at it, right? Being yeah. in the Big Eight, being in Big Twelve at that time, we were recruiting okay. We were getting solid work, hardworking players. You know, you, we had Strickland, we had Cookie Belcher, we had Teron Lou, just to name a few. Uh, Mikey Moore, you know, guys that eventually went to the NBA. But there were just, it was just something that, for whatever reason, as a team, we didn't it didn't work well together for some reason. Or it was if it was us going head to head against other teams, it just somehow we were off a little bit in the in the standings and the overall just being that team where we're for one respectable and that we could just come out there and dominate on the court we just didn't have that we had the solid players that would uh help out maybe you know we had Danny knee coaching maybe it was part you know whatever maybe it was the coaching staff we don't know but now there is a change um in a lot of the sports on campus including basketball and to see this to me actually I'm very happy because like I said it just I want to see all of us do good. Mm -hmm. you know, all the teams that were representing the Huskers wearing the N on their helmet, on their T-shirts, on their backs, um, go out there and win the win the win the conference, win the division, you know, win the division of their of their conference, win the national title, get to that feeling because that is uh, a big thing when you win a championship. And I, I I know among my NFL teammates or friends that I know that won Super Bowls. Um, you know, they say nothing better than a Super Bowl. I said, look, a championship to me, a championship is a championship um, at any level. And when we won my freshman year and then won again in my junior year, it was nothing else that could replace that that feeling. And so I know for the Nebraska basketball team, this is that one step closer to getting to that elite level in basketball in general and then in the Big Ten to, to eventually get them to that feeling of, 
man, we got we got a chance to win this Big Ten West or win this Big Ten overall. Or hey, you know, in a few years, hey, we could fight, we could vie for the national title come March Madness. Just we got to take these steps. We got to have these moments like these and stack them on top of each other mm-hmm. to continue the momentum. And then it picks up everything, right? You start winning games like this, you get you get you get in recruits' attention span and their ears, right? You know, we won this game against Purdue. They were the number one team. Then later on this season, they're going to have some some big wins. And you could tell and show that to recruits and say, hey, this is what we got going on. Do you want to be a part of it? And that's how, you know, where you get a, a good recruit that understands, hey, I could just come in and be this piece of a puzzle that can then help this team continue to grow and go in that direction as this program wants to go. And and, and that's all programs in college football. So then you, you get the ears and eyes of recruits now through social media, through this, you see the you know, the fans storming the court. That's all over ESPN. That's all over social media now. Yeah. And so kids would like show up, be like, well, let me like this. School. Yeah. I mean, it was on Peacock yeah. last night. Right. It was a perfect time to show what perfect. this team has become. And as you said, the, the recruiting not only do you have some of these games now to point to, Fred Hoiberg has always been credited for his basketball IQ and his prowess. Yes. You heard Painter after the game really credit Fred Hoiberg's offense. He's like, man, they can just do a lot of different things with all the actions. He was very impressed by it. Um, and yeah, he's been in the NBA with Chicago Bulls, so he's got that connection as well. And then, of course, the the cream on, you know, cherry on top, his former school, Iowa State. Beats the number two team in the country last night as well. You're right. So just just a <laughs> just a crazy day for Husker Athletics. And you're definitely right. Right now, it's just across the board. We haven't even seen Jordy Ball play on the softball squad yet. So there's so many exciting oh, things happening. I can't wait for that. Yeah, just I for I mean, 44 and two record, a 1.0 ERA, 397 strikeouts. So you get this point. Five star Dylan Rayo. You got Jordy Ball, five star athlete. You got Nebraska basketball, top 50 basketball program right now. Everything's on the way up. Even Matt Rule um, with recruiter getting wrestling. We got another big event, so it's a good time to be a Husker. Esports, bro. Oh, and of Nebraska course, e-sports. Nebraska esports in there as well. We're coming. We're, hum- <laughs> we're humming right now. People don't know. We're just right under the surface, and we're about to punch everybody in the chest. They're gonna be like, "Oh God, where are they coming from?" Oh, right, we, we right believe here it. the whole time. The Super Smash Bros. team's already making waves, and uh, I'm sure yes, everyone else indeed. not too far Smash, behind. Smash, Valorant, Overwatch. <laughs> Rainbow Six, Apex, we all gonna make a make some noise here in the next couple of years. Well said, and that's the point. Good time to be a Husker, right? So we'll keep going yes, here. Indeed. We got one more segment up next. Amon Greenshield, that's Amon. I'm Harrison back at the studio. We'll talk to you guys on the other side.